we do a lot of in-house testing. We we love to be able to do some in-house testing because we feel like, you know, in-house testing is really a way to be able to show us if a product has a problem. You know, and if it has a problem, then maybe we need to change the design. Hi, this is Anita, the Global Trade Gal. And today I want to talk about a blog that I recently wrote about what makes your home decor products unique. And even if you're not in the home decor industry, this is important for any type of industry that you are in, and especially an industry you are in where you are looking at the global supply chain or you're buying products or producing products overseas, you're somehow part of this great wondrous thing that we know as the supply chain. You know, everybody wants to buy something unique or they want to buy something that's interesting because that can give them an up in maybe business and being able to sell it, something that somebody wants, they want to be able to buy. They don't want to have the same thing that everyone else has because then it becomes just a price war. They want something that's unique so they can maybe sell it for a little bit more. For us in our industry in home decor, products, unique products are really at the core and very important for what we do. And so there are several things that you can do to make sure that your products are are unique or things that you can look at to ensure that they will be. One of the things would be your craftsmanship that, you know, if you can find somebody that's doing something unique that no one else can do, that they're able to craft or color it or do something different than nobody else has, then that will help make your product be unique. Materials, the type of material you choose will also ensure that your product is unique. If you choose an interesting material, then your product then will become a unique product. You know, great products start with great designs. If you don't really have a great design, then it's sometimes hard to do a great product. But if you have that great design, that design that just looks great, then that can really make your product be and feel unique. As well, customization, that if you can somehow, you have the product tailored to your specifications can help to make it unique. If it has a story or a heritage, that right there makes it unique. If there's somehow you can tell a story with this product, this product is important to me because of blah, 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 you know, whatever. If it's, if it somehow has a story or there's a heritage or something tied to it, that makes a product unique. Limited editions. This is why you see a lot of companies that will say, you know, this is a limited edition. There's only so many of these we're going to produce. This is going to be limited. And that right there makes it unique. There's not going to be any others produced. And so there's going to be a limited edition for these. Artisan creations. If you work with a lot of artisans as we do, that makes it already unique because, you know, maybe two are not exactly alike. Um, they're all kind of a little bit different. They're all sort of a little bit unique. That right there makes it really a unique type of product. And as I see today in the world, there's a lot of people that want to have sort of this uniqueness. They want something that feels and is a little bit different and not the same as their neighbor. They want something that can be a bit different. Sustainability, you know, like something that's sustainable using furniture that might be made from, you know, recycled materials. That right there could make your product be unique. We produce some recycled pine and, you know, can really help us to, you know, make the product be unique. This, you know, recycled pine that, you know, each piece is not exactly the same. Each piece, you know, wood has been reused. There's different holes, different marks in the wood. And so that right there makes the product look and feel unique. You know, innovative functionality, something that is, you know, has some type of innovative function to it. 
you know, whether it's a table that has a hidden storage or a desk that has something else to it that's unique, this there can make your product also look and feel unique compared to other types of products. Some type of personal connection. If you can somehow take that personal connection and make that personal connection can help make the product also become unique that, you know, here's a product that is unique because of this uh, personal connection that we have to this product. You know, we love being able to create all types of unique products. And we find that, you know, by creating unique products, it is a way for companies and others to be able to set themselves out um, compared to their competitors. And that really, at the end of the day, is what is important and essential. And if you are looking to create products or you're trying to work with your customers or others to create some unique products, here are some ways that you can look to be able to, or some things that you can do to help to create some unique products. One is collaboration. I don't think we can talk enough about how important collaboration is for you to be part of the team, part of the collaboration effort, for you to you know, be a valuable member of that team. When I started out many, many years ago and working in, in Thailand, and I really um, was working for some major shoe companies, didn't really know much about shoes, but I very quickly learned that I could become a valuable member of that team by learning to collaborate, even give some ideas and, and, and basically say, hey, maybe we can do this. And people usually and you know appreciate that. They're like, yeah, that's good that at least somebody is thinking about what can be done. The other thing is maybe even you can propose some designs to some of your customers to show them, hey, here's some ideas. Here's some things that we can be doing. And, you know, most of my customers, at least they appreciate that. Even if they don't take my design the way, you know, for what it is, they usually appreciate the fact that we've done the effort to try to do a design or try to do something to try to show them that, hey, here's what we can do or here's something that can be done. Um, you can develop some unique colors and finishes. We do a lot of finishes and colors and try to develop a lot of unique colors and finishes. You can spend the time to develop the unique colors and finishes. You can uh, partner with you know very good vendors or people or craftsmen or people that are able to produce some exceptional product. You know this is where it becomes very you know in, important that you need to you know you're going to need to have people on your team people that are going to be your vendor partners that can be able to give you the exceptional product and quality that you need. You can um, do some in-house testing. We do a lot of in-house testing. We, we love to be able to do some in-house testing because we feel like, you know, in-house testing is really a way to be able to show us if a product has a problem. You know, and if it has a problem, then maybe we need to change the design. So, you know, one of the main things about being able to, you know, work with others in product development is for you to be able to look at the product itself and say, what do we need to do to improve this product? How do we make this product better? And, you know, the other thing is to ensure that you can deliver on time, that, you know, it's one thing to do a sample of a product and develop a product. It is quite another to be able to manufacture it. And there, especially in the first time you manufacture, there could be glitches in the manufacturing process. One of the things that a lot of people don't understand, especially if you're on the other side of the supply chain than we are with this, is, as I've explained to many of my customers, 
we do not make money on product development. You know, even if we charge extra on the sample, we don't make money on it because, you know, many times it could take us two or three tries to get the product right. And I think anyone who does product development will tell you that, that they do not make money on product development. They make money on the production. And even the first time we produce is always the hardest because we're working on all the bugs. We're trying to figure out exactly what needs to be done. It really is, you know, the, the, other times, the, you know, the follow-up times, the second, the third times, the fourth times that, you know, the, they can make the more money on it that, you know, we can in manufacturing because of the fact that we've worked out all the bugs and we know exactly what we need to do and we've got all the problems worked out about it. You know, that's why when you're doing the product, you know, development, it's important to understand that product development does, no matter which side you're on, it costs time, money, and effort. But at the end of the day, it is worth it if you get a product that's unique that nobody else has. And I believe that that is really at the core of what everyone in the supply chain should be looking to do and saying, how do we get a product that is unique and interesting and something that no one else has? This is Anita from the Global Trade Girl. If you've enjoyed listening to me, we really do appreciate you. Give us a thumbs up. Um, give us a, a like, subscribe to us. We'd love to have you be part of our community. We're going to put some links below to some of the blogs that we've written about this, about product development and creating products. And maybe we'll give you some ideas for your own product development. Happy product development, as they say. And, and we'd like to thank our team, especially Rico, for helping to make this possible.